I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mun here with you with our program here called The Mariner's Call. And this old mariner, by the grace of God, the Lord took us many, many years ago off of an old commercial fishing vessel and placed us in a book and sort of trade occupations from the harvesting of the food of heaven, which is the fish, <laughs> seafood, all to being able to preach the gospel and to be able to be used by the Lord in the harvest of the souls of men. Thank you so much for allowing us to be with you as far as your home is concerned or wherever you're listening to our program from. Our thought at this particular time is going to be in the book of Job, Job chapter 9. I'm going to read in verse I'll be reading verse 25 and 26. The context of the passage, if you know anything about your Bible, you know, as far as Job is concerned, Job was a righteous man, tried to live for God, and the devil got on his case and uh, got permission from God to be able to take everything he had except his life. And in Job chapter 9, Job was sort of sitting in, uh, uh, what, do we, what do we say, the ash heap of circumstances. And uh, he's saying some things that I certainly can relate to as we think about the subject maybe at this particular time of time is running out. The hourglass of time is running out, my friend, for me and for you. Let's look at it in the light of the Bible, what the Bible says. Hey, by the way, if you ever like to correspond with us, we're as close as that computer, uh, keyboard, uh, that uh, iPhone is just F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. And our website's always been worked on, so you be patient with us there. And uh, you'll see how to leave us uh, a note. Thank you so much for those emails. And even for that, for the snail mail that's there. Uh, Mrs. Munn brings on my desk. She said, I've got you some work here. <laughs> and of course, with me, it's always good to hear from you. Job chapter 9, verse 25. Now my days are swifter than a post. They flee away. They see no good. They are passed away as the swift ships as the eagle that hasteneth to the prey. All right, three things here, only have time to illustrate with one. My days are swifter than a post. All right, it goes by fast. They flee away, they see no good. They are passed away as the swift ships, as the eagle that hasteneth to the prey. All right, we think about the eagle flying fast, as fast as he can uh, to, get, uh, to get his supper. Uh, it says in verse 26, in verse, uh, the first part of the verse, they are passed away, what? My days. They're passed away as the swift ships. I certainly can relate to that. Spent the better part of all my lost life, basically in the Gulf of Mexico, harvesting the food of heaven. And as far as ships and vessels and boats is concerned, I can understand what he's saying here. They're passed away as the swift ships. 
If Job thought the ships in his day was swift, what would he think about the ships today? I've been in some of the most beautiful harbors of the world. And as far as these harbors is concerned, you can look and you can see the the boats go in and out. The ships, uh, small, medium, large, whatever. And if you follow one out, you follow it out of the river, maybe the bays, maybe into the ocean itself. And it just leaves and it seems as if the last thing that you can see is like a little dot on the horizon. Then you close your eyes and you open again and the little dot is gone. That's how my life is. My life is as the swift ships. Job is reflecting upon his life. Uh, The good days are gone. They're never to return. All of his life hastily sort of just flies away. How swift the motion of time. Uh, It's always on the wing. Stays for no man. Uh, Time is uh, running out. We think about the hourglass of time. Just lust a few grains of sand left for most of us, even as far as this age is concerned. Time is running toward eternity, which comes as time goes by. And the Bible's full of this, especially the book of Job. He talks about his, uh, his life is like the wind, like a weaver's shuttle, like a shadow, like a race, like an eagle's flight, like a swift boat, like a leaf, like a cloud that's there. This is in chapter 14 and verse 1. Man is born. Man that is born of woman is of few days and full of trouble. All right? So as I think about that, now, what kind of keeps me sober? What what sobers me up? You said, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, To where we are living for God every day, the best way we know how, you know. Uh, As I think about time is running out, oh, it just... Uh, what do you what are you saying, Brother Mon? Some thoughts to keep in mind as time flies by. You know the brevity of life. What do I do? Let me give you a few things that I've learned in life. I would like to say I've learned these. Maybe I'm saying I am learning these things. All right. He said, "My days are swifter than a post. They flee away. They see no good. They pass away as the ships, as the ships." as the swift ships see it go by dot on the horizon and then it's gone as far as my life is concerned what about my life as time once again flies by what can keep me sober in the book of acts acts chapter 24 a man sort of violates the little principle i'm sort of fixing to give you i want to say you better learn not to postpone you better learn not to Precrastinate. Acts chapter 24 and verse 25, the apostle Paul is before Felix, and he's he letting him have it. <laughs> Both barrels, the apostle Paul dealt with this man. And you know what Felix's response for? He didn't reject it. He just said, he said, now you'll go away. And he said, I'll call for thee when I have a more convenient season. Mistake. What? He put him off. Are you listening? He put him off. As far as the gospel and Paul presenting this to him and asking him to do something, he put him off. Have you ever done that? Have you ever put off to tomorrow what you ought to do today? You know, that's more than just a good say. I'm bad about that. Mrs. Mon is always getting on me about that because, uh, you know, there's just so much to maintain. There's just so many things to be involved in. And uh, Mr. Mon, yes, ma'am, <laughs> I need you to do this. Can I do it tomorrow? All right. You said, what are you doing? 
All right. As far as time, uh, we're to try our best, and we'll get into this a little more in depth when we go in the book of Ephesians. We need to sort of get the most out of the day. The way we do that is don't delay. Someone asked Alexander the Great one time. They said, sir, how, how did you do it? I mean, he conquered all of the known world at his time. How did you do that? He said, I did it by not delaying. Avoid procrastination, you know. Someone said procrastination is like a credit card. It's fun until you have to pay the bill. What else? In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4, Paul's writing to young Timothy, and he tells him something like this, through understanding, that his days are passed away as the swift ships. What can keep me sober? Uh, using the time wisely. Don't put off tomorrow what you ought to do today. By the way, that sort of provokes me to say to you, sir, still you've put off this matter of eternal salvation. You've thought about this before, ma'am, but you just sort of put it off. Oh, don't do that. Procrastination, the thief of time, it'll eventually take your soul. You don't do that. For a Christian, oh, let's not procrastinate. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4, Paul tells young Timothy, he talks about as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, and he talks about the word entanglement. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. I've seen people who just basically looked at me in my face and said, Brother Mon, there's no way I can serve God. There's no way I can go to church. There's no way I can get involved with that. I'm all tangled up in life. All oh, two jobs. Huh? Just not an extra minute to do anything for God. You know, the devil is bad about just taking and sending distractions, circumstances that just ruin your life as far as trying to use your time for the Lord. My friend, your days are passed away as the swift ships, not only as Job, but me and you. Time is running out for me and you. Better make the most of it. Quit postponing. Avoid entanglement. In the book of Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 16, I like this verse. Ephesians 5, 16. All right. Uh, the writer talks about what to do with his time. He says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. What? Redeem the time. So people come by and say, Brother Mon, let's go kill some time. No, no, no. Let's go work it to death. Time? Try working it. Wait a minute. Postponing, you know. Wait a minute. You know, the only good way to get the most out of every day is to plan ahead. For that being true, I have on my desk and I have on a sideboard there uh, sort of the activities of the week and the activities of the day. And as I get them done, I just sort of mark them off and I come in and look at it and, you know, and, and I see my schedule, you know, and uh, I, I want to work at getting it done. You know, I had to even work to take and present this program to be able to study these things, to look at these verses of Scripture and to know how to illustrate them. I had to be prepared for this. And you need to do this. Learn how to redeem the time, knowing the days are evil. Are you a wise steward of your time? Sometimes I've just wasted time. I'm sorry. Just wasted the time. 
All right, what are you what are you saying, Brother Mon? Job said, My days are passed away as the swift ships. How can I avoid that in knowing that the hourglass of time is just a few moments left that's there? How can I live to its fullest? Refuse to postpone. Uh, learn how when it comes to distractions, staying away from being entangled with the affairs of this life. Redeem the time, knowing the days are evil. Learn how to work with eternal values in view. Let me just ask you a question as we close, because my time is running out too. What is the worth of things in eternity? What is the value of things in eternity? What's the value of my car, my means of transportation? You know, it helps me to be sober-minded as to where to put my monies. Uh, you know, someone said the best way to make your dreams come true is just to to wake up. Some people are like those who just sleepwalk. Oh, and they just, uh, they go through life, and not only till their feet touch the icy waters of death do they ever wake up, and then it's too late. The cold night winds of mortality are leaving us, my friend. Time's going by. My days are swifter than a post. They flee away. They see no good. They are passed away as the swift ships. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. My friend, I want to live for God every day and use my time to the fullest because my days are passed away as the swift ships. On the horizon of time, a little dot, and then I close my eyes, and my friend, I'm gone. Only what's done for Christ is going to last. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.